0: Too many comics, episode one hundred and ninety. Brooks, I got a uh, good story to tell you about the old Jacksonville Beach comic shop.
1: Lay it on me. All
0: right. So I think we've discussed a few weeks back. I got the the dreaded call from them to hey, reminder, you got some books here. Come and pick them up. Um, you know, I've made mention many times that I don't pull many things. And in fact, the last time I was in there, I had them remove Paper Girls from the pool. Um, Saga right, exactly? is Saga's currently on hiatus. What's that?
1: Why'd you have them take off uh Paper
0: Girls? Because I, I just I've been buying like the I haven't stopped subscribing on Comicsology. I've just been buying the the trades in Comicsology. Remember, it was like too much story to keep up with. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, so and I think when I was in there, just because I hadn't pulling Super Sons, just because there was only a couple of them left, I said just keep pulling it and then stop it when it's done. So and then Saga hasn't been there, so I'm like, there's no way I have this much stuff. Like maybe maybe they forgot to take Paper Girls off. Maybe there's something else sitting there. So, I traveled for work. wasn't able to make it out there. When I got back, I went on a Tuesday. Unbeknownst to me, that they now closed the shop yeah, on yeah, Tuesdays. Closed, yes. I recall yes. this first
1: world problem. Yes. So
0: maybe another week. Goes what, a, by. We, what, what, a, what a weird day to close. Yeah, right. My, my family comes to visit, so I can't make it out there. And you know, I've got a newborn at home. I'm working. It's it's hard to get out there. So I went again uh, during my lunch break uh, from work. Uh, fully expecting there to be like many a books. There were two books.
1: I was going to say two.
0: Yeah. So it was super suns like nine and 10 or something like that. And then while I was there, uh, we'll talk about it later, but I actually bought, uh, Snyder's Batman last on earth because I, I was unaware. I know I bought it on, I bought it on comiXology already. I knew it was a longer first issue. Yeah. Um, but the print thing was, was pretty cool. It was enough of an issue to have like a, a spine on the book. Um, so much, you know, thicker than a, just a generic comic book sitting there of, of 20 some pages. It was cool to have, um, Amanda buying all, all of these, it's like a little nice story to have around. Mm-hmm. Um, the total was under, it was like a little under 14 bucks and the Snyder book was probably like five ninety nine. So yeah, without, without Batman, um, my total was like eight or nine bucks and this is what they're like calling and hounding me over. But <sighs> so I went on a Thursday Friday, I get a call. I have their number saved in my phone, so it pops up as as uh, the comic shop. Actually, this, I haven't changed the name, so it still says Superhero Beach when it calls. Okay, okay. Um, so I answer it, and the guy's like, and "I say hello." And he's like, "Yeah, I'm calling for uh Alan, uh, Mr. Smotick or whatever he said." And I was like, "This is he?" And he was like, "Hey, yeah, we already we gave you a call once, and uh, you know, we still got your books here, and you know, we're gonna give you a hard deadline." Of but he was like semi threatening and like really had a tone with him, and I was like. Uh I came yesterday and picked them up and he was like uh uh, uh 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 hmm I'm working off an old list here. I think I'm working off an old list. And I was like, "Well, do you want to check and like make sure he gave them all to me?" Cuz that's when again when I thought I only bought two books, so maybe there are like some others just sitting there. And he was like, "No, no, no. If you came in, he, he gave them to you. I'm working off an old list." And I was like, "All right, man."
1: <laughs> like, so and that's the saying- end of the story. A nerd bully is a house of cards, what you Yeah, like... Uh, With an ounce oh, of pushback. Uh, 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 okay, well, I mean, look, he's just doing his job. Give him a break. Yeah, you know, and you you raised the point that, you know, what if there
0: are a, a lot of me that don't come pick up their two books? I make A lot but of good points. Eight fucking dollars. Like, I feel like the shop is about to close if they're, like, hounding over eight bucks. What if we all owed eight
1: dollars, Hound?
0: Oh, my God.
1: What if we all owed eight dollars? There's no way. Hmm? There's no way. I mean, I'm just saying, like, could well either way I've, i picked up my books i've
0: only got an issue or two left of super sons and then saga will be the only thing that i am pulling that's sad but i mean and yeah in paper format i'm buying a lot of comicsology as as previously
1: discussed yeah that's like the end of the industry <laughs> i mean i'm with you i'm just but that's just a sad state of affairs anyway so Let's let's pivot here. We've okay. discussed the Avengers movies multiple times. You rewatched Age of Ultron, but just the ending. It was on TV
0: the other night. Uh, I came home from dinner, and as I was watching it, I don't think I've ever watched. I don't know how many times I've seen Age of Ultron all the way through, outside Once. of the one time in the theater. Once. So there's a lot of it. I forget. Um, you know, watching the end, I, I would. I probably need to go back through and watch it. I know there's a lot of James Bader lines that made me laugh. I'm sure there's a lot of action, you know, that's been so long since that movie. Um, and I know they've made such a big deal in Endgame of Cap finally saying Avengers assemble. And I totally forgot that at the end of Age of Ultron, they cut off the end where he says Avengers. And then they just like cut to the credits and don't let him say assemble. So that was my, um, my surprising moment that I wanted to uh, make note of
1: that it that's all ties true. together. Cause that movie overall wasn't that good. Not really. No. No, but it was fine. Anyway. anyway. Right. Well,
0: X Men director says Marvel needs to rest
1: the mutants for a bit. Okay. <laughs> this is I This will not stand. Uh, we've had all of this uh, hullabaloo with the MCU finally absorbing the Fox properties, which would include the X Men, Deadpool, Fantastic Four. Am I missing something? Is that it? Deadpool, X Men, Fantastic Four. I think that's it. So, Matthew Vaughn, who directed the original, uh, I say the original, the X Men First Class that came out. Ten years ago, has been kind of like you know a little bit cheeky and and maybe because he's British about what this could mean for these universes coming together. And he's saying like after they're done with this, give the X Men a break for a couple of years. And I'm like, dude, fuck yourself. <laughs> 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 uh, no, no, no. Uh, make this shit happen right away. I need to see the mutants, uh, I, I, any of them. Give, give me anybody. Give me, give me, give me Deadpool in a Avengers thing. I, not really, but that's I'll take it. Give me a young Wolverine. Recast the whole thing. Don't deny me this. It's finally here.
0: Just say the word mutants to give us a little tease.
1: Something. Yeah. It's so he adult. needs to piss off is what I'm saying. That, you're exactly right. He should piss off. Piss off. And then also recommend the mutants come over to the. <laughs> well, he has no say in the matter anymore. So oh, be, be gone. Like, be <laughs> you have no power here.
0: <laughs> you are not Kevin Feige. Yeah. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> You're not even Kevin Jonas. Ooh. Uh, Robert Pattinson, Warner Brothers, agree on Batman deal. So it has, seems to be confirmed um, that he was approved, though had not signed like the actual dotted line yet. Um, that was only because they had hoped to sign him for at least two more films beyond this Batman flick. So we are going to be getting a, uh, a lot of Robert Pattinson. So but is, it like a, is it a prequel? I mean, he's awfully young. That's doing the weird scenario is... You're recasting a main character from like your whole Justice League thing that you have going on now. So who the hell knows what they're going to do with these
1: storylines? I mean, what's he like 30 in real life? Yeah, got to be 30 something, right? I don't know. Well, I, I assume so. He's young. Okay. Okay. So, so, which means there couldn't possibly be a Robin, which I know we, we take and leave that element in, and in, in the, in the cinema, but still.
0: Well, they. I've seen some things going around that this movie should have a Robin, blah, blah, blah. And it's not going to have the Robin that I care about. So, I mean, I think there's probably a way where you could pull it off some other way, even if he was younger. Um, maybe not true to the storylines, but it's not going to be the one and, and only Robin that I am concerned about.
1: The fourth one. Mm-hmm. The fifth one? That's a good question. I can see you had Dick Grayson. Yes. You had Jason Todd. Tim Drake. yeah, Tim Drake. Carrie Kelly, you could even throw in there. Yeah, that's. I would say she probably came before Damien, right? Yes. All right. So, five, five. Although, I mean, I think he was a babe before she was in alternate reality. But still, the fifth to claim the mantle. Yes. That's the one and only?
0: Yep. Okay. And the only true good. successor. Good to know. Iron Man 3 star reveals how his Avengers Endgame cameo came to be. So, we've talked uh, We talked a good bit about how the boy in, Avenger, in Iron Man 3 was at Tony's funeral um, I just thought this was a cool little story because I think that obviously caught a lot of people off guard. I know I had no idea who that was when they were uh showing him. So he just describes getting the call, uh, was in the car with his mom, screaming. She didn't know what was going on. He didn't want to tell her because he didn't want to jinx it because it wasn't confirmed. Um, he he just talked about staying in touch with Robert Downey Jr. over the years. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. loved that his character came back for this spot. Um, and he's open to uh to bringing this kid back. So, you know, maybe that's on the table for
1: some weird storyline. I just, okay, sure, I'm a sucker for stuff like this, but I hate it when they have like the actor be like, uh, would love to do this thing. I'm sure you would. Obviously, Tyson. yeah. I'm sure you would love. Just, <laughs> I, 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 I Honestly, I would love to. What you have you been called? doing
0: since? Nothing. I mean, he may have so been doing something, but yeah. not I,
1: well, he, well, he, he did a at Jurassic World. I know that. But that's been a few years. Well, that's respectable. And not the sequel. Hmm. All right, some books from this week. All right. Killer Groove. Killer Groove, number one.
0: This was our... Second try of getting to it. Yes. Okay. We picked it the wrong week. We finally get around to it. Uh, they had this on, they have a, must've been a variant of it on display at the counter of the comic shop for like 15 bucks, uh, which caught me by surprise. Um, this is 1970s Los Angeles. Johnny is one of thousands of musicians trying to make it big while working a crummy bar job and getting drunk with his whiskey soaked PI friend, Jackie. When Johnny gets tangled up with a local mob hitman, he not only finds a new and violent career, but maybe the inspiration for his music as well. Uh So I will say off the bat, I thought the art was really cool in this mm. and it stood out to me, uh, r- right off the bat because there were a lot of pages where there wasn't much dialogue. Um, I felt like first half of this book of kind of just flying through as a lot of action. Like I'm looking at no words here, three words here on this page, two words on this page, three words Not on bad. this page. Like my <laughs> word, <laughs> like the the art looked cool, but that, for a moment there, I'm just kind of like swiping pages thinking like, am I going to get any sort of story? Cause it was, I did one of those things where I didn't read the description again going into it. And since it had been a while, I forgot what it was going to be about. And you know, I'm like almost halfway through the book and I have no clue. Like I'm like, this looks cool and there's some sort of story go- coming along here. But, um, so, so I didn't think too much of a great job. I thought there was a lot of wasted opportunity to build some sort of world, um, with a, with an original title like this. Uh, But art is cool. You know, the story seems okay. Um, I I don't know. I don't know that i really care too much about the characters quite yet. Um, So I don't know how you feel with with
1: where it went. All right. So we have like a couple storylines going here. Okay. So when we, we we got the songwriter guy who has been folded into being comfortable making uh, hits. I'm sorry. That was a double double entendre. Mm -hmm. Uh, A hit person. Not to be confused with hit maker. See what I did there? Yes. Then we have a, person on the lamb and then we have a private eye who is the niece of the person on the lamb is that right yes okay so and and we're not given a whole lot of um resolution at the end of this book and i'm not sure what's what, how many books it's supposed to even go i thought it was okay and i think this is one of those deals where and i feel like a like a broken record where i say again another musical reference <laughs> when, when, <laughs> when week after week we we you know, lament about how there's no good books coming out. So we picked this one. It was okay. I, I don't know if I if I would if I would subscribe to it, but you know, I thought in general, it's pretty good. I did like the art, like you said. Um, it remains to be seen where they're going to go with this, but it certainly has a interesting feel to it. Uh, it has a
0: 7.9 critic rating out of uh, seven reviews of comic book roundup. Um, just to give the the artist some credit, Eon Marin uh, is the artist. Um, awesome stuff. I mean, I thought the the I'm not good at describing like art styles. Um, but I know what I like when I see it, obviously. Um, and the lack of the dialogue really made it stand out. So this really, (laughs) to to me, would have been like uh, right off the bat would have been a a pretty shitty book to me if the art had been terrible. Because I'd have just been browsing through, like, uh, what am I looking at? There's nothing to read. Um, you know, I'd be interested perhaps later on to read some reviews to see how they sort of weave those three stories that we mentioned uh, together, because obviously they're going to come to a head at some point. Um, but yeah, I don't know if there was enough there to like really definitely not make me want to subscribe or anything, but uh, yeah, I could see why some people would certainly. So there you go next week. What else? We are reading okay. thumbs. Number one of five out of image comics. Imagine someone like say Mark Zuckerberg created his own army of tech obsessed teens and directed them to take on the government. What would the fallout be? Charlie thumbs fellows is a member of just such an army porn raised by the influential mom app he finds himself at the center of a war the social network meets Blade Runner in this big event book from the team that brought you the hit series the few
1: which I did like the few by the way Sean I read the Lewis whole and Hayden Sherman I read the few I did not like that the two the two did it we did I think I want to say we did the few number one on the show but I I, I, I watched the I watched I read the whole book okay so that's fun
0: okay cool that sounds, right, cool. The cu- sounds right, uh, the very um like current day I can see Mark Zuckerberg like- leading a clan of kids here he does yeah <laughs> <laughs> billions of people any who'sville
1: all right so that's cool uh, what else you this week
0: uh so the often talked about heroes in crisis number nine this is the finale to tom king's uh, little mini series run where we find all these superheroes at, in sanctuary uh dealing with the issues of being said superhero uh, we found out last issue that flash uh was the one who wally west flash wally west flash uh, going down for murder. Uh, so this issue, we kind of get to see the fallout from that, uh, the attempted cover up, uh, the heroes coming together. I thought there were good, some good one liners of, of everyone together. Uh, Booster talking about this being like an old birthday party of his and yeah. actually having to, to use that. Uh, obviously I loved, I picked up on the Robins being in the sanctuary nine panel things yeah uh, patiently That's... waiting for Damian to get his mark i was wondering what you how you think about that yeah that was great it was on cue um seemed to be sort of what he would say in that scenario and you know I- i've read a lot of the follow up of this of people being super upset at what they did with wally west um i dropped the story in here that tom king apparently didn't pick the the characters for heroes in crisis that so the dc editors did so this was what he was given to work with um as someone who doesn't have any background whatsoever on Wally West. I can't tell you the difference between all of these flashes. I don't have the DC universe in the back of my head. Um, I'm just a Tom King fan that picked up this book, has no idea how it fits into canon. Um, you know, I found myself a little lost a few issues midway through, but I thought it wrapped up pretty well. I mean, I take this as a, as a non DC lifer, as like an isolated story. Um, that was very similar to other Tom King stuff. So I'm like, now we've got a character, you know, dealing with the fact that, you know, he killed someone and tried to cover it up and, you know, but he still is a hero and, you know, heroes make mistakes and moving on and running away from, so like all these like things that, that real life people would have to deal with that are, are tones that we see in sort of every Tom King superhero book like this. Um, so I don't get what all the hatred is from.
1: Well, okay. couple things. he, did not merely kill one person he killed a lot of people and he is not merely a hero he's a hero in crisis <laughs> thank thank you you <laughs> left the door wide open for that one my god Ba-ba. um but yeah i, I mean this character has been around for i looked this up a really long time like a really long time so i could see if you're like devoted to a character from your childhood or your fucking father's childhood that you'd have an issue with him doing something this heinous even though it it, it was the results of things like you know frankly mental health and you know and 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 anxiety and the whole shebang but i thought that in general they did a pretty decent job wrapping this up they put the thing about this book that i always had issues with wow that was another mm-hmm. pun i'm I'm piling on this this episode is where they'd have these Panels or even whole books dedicated to just one-off characters and their, you know, their um, recorded confessions and whatnot. And it was like, I'm not sure what to make of this because these characters didn't really appear in the book proper. They're dead from the start, and I don't know who they are. And they're dead even now. Spoiler alert: they were not revived. <laughs> <laughs> they are not revived in this book. So that was just where. And we got, to, uh, it, but despite saying that, I did enjoy the treatment of having all of those characters have. Excerpts uh, throughout the book. You, you mentioned the Robins in general. I thought that was kind of, that was pretty cool. It implied that they were all dead, and that's not the case. It was only people that were actually staying in sanctuary at that time that got killed, which were for the most part sea stringers, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So anyway, but, but yes, I'm, I'm glad that it's over. And you know, I thought in general it was a very complex and well made book, d- despite how you feel about how characters that you might have liked as a child or in general might have been handled. So
0: there you go. It's all uh, fiction stories, people. They're,
1: they are fake people.
0: Things don't always, you know, I wish uh, Walter White would have gone on the rest of his life cooking up meth and getting into shenanigans, but you know what? That's not how it ended, so.
1: Nope. Yeah, and life goes on. That's true. Also fan fiction. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so um, I'm powering through the Age of X-Men series. Uh, the latest one, as you know, is uh, Extremist Number 4, 5, the offshoot book featuring Psylocke, Glob Iceman North Star a character called Moneta that does not exist in the Marvel universe proper she's most likely sort of a version of a character called M <sighs> <laughs> it's it just first of all i i hate the art i hate it it's so bad and i just this whole universe where again need to explain it again uh, it is a reality where in general human affection is been poo pooed. It just compl- it just complicates things. Not having it. Um, and this particular book is where they police a lot of that activity when it's discovered. It, it's fine. It's, okay. Just okay. Yeah. it's just okay. It's just okay. Not know. making me want to read it. You shouldn't. Please. And I won't. My- <laughs> I guess I can. I guess I won't. Um, ascender number two. I you must have read this. Oh yes, of course. So this again is a uh, to the readers that didn't know this a spinoff of obviously Descender by Jeff Lemire and Dustin Nguyen where it's set, what do you think, 10 years in the future from the Yeah, book? I think that's what it was. And it's interesting because, you know, it, could you enjoy this book if you hadn't read the last one? I'm not sure. I don't know. Because they, they're they giving us a couple Easter eggs here and there.
0: Yeah, you know, th- you know, one thing that Descender did well was whenever they'd mention one of these planets or, you know, who these people are, um, like I'm fitting it like the Ghanush or something like that, Ganish, I feel yes, like they did a better job of, Explaining sort of where you were in the galaxy and what you were doing. There's like a, there was a quick blurb of the planet on this one. Uh, but there's definitely, I feel like Descender introduced a lot of this stuff very well. And if you were, didn't read that and just read Ascender, you'd kind of be like, hmm, I feel like this, you you would, you would think that you drop into a world that you should already know a little bit about. You'd be a little bit like, you could still get the story and whatever, but clearly there's some clues and, Details, and you know, you're obviously not going to get the teaser of the next issue after this one as to who we're looking at at the end. Yep. Um, and, you know, any of the backstory of Bandit and Tim 21, like you're, you're missing out on quite a bit. That's true, but you make
1: a good point, which they said his name in this mm-hmm. book, Tim 21. He's got to come like, back,
0: right? Of course, he's, he's out there
1: somewhere, but yeah. So, anyway, so this book advances the plot where we live in a world where there is no uh, AI or robotic stuff. And there's a magical undercurrent here Separate from the fact that In order to even live in this environment And engage in commerce You have to register with this secret government thing And Andy's in this book Andy being a main character in the last book And his daughter um, are not having it And they're trying to escape And in order to do so Are going to engage a character from the last run as well That's the the basic idea So because I've
0: read descender and had the full backstory and loved it so much um i love this issue there were teases to the to, to descender you get the car- the characters involved you clearly see it's going to be progressing into now with someone else from descender you you mentioned tim 21 um the best thing i could say about this book is as i was reading it i got to the end and couldn't believe that i had already read all the pages yeah same z's like it just it just flowed so easily the art is Top notch. Um, this, the, the, the Descender Ascender books and saga, um, to me with Fiona and Dustin are doing like the best work out there. Um, they're, they're super unique. Um, you know, I feel like they're, they're bringing something new to the table each time. They're visually appealing to look at. The stories are great. Um, I'm happy to be on board for this. And, uh, I hope it just ends up being as good as, Des- as Descender was. So it's got,
1: so, it's got high hopes. So far, so good. I wonder how many books they have planned for this. How many was the sender? Forty-ish? Okay. Any idea? I, I I made that up. I don't know.
0: Uh, I bet I can find out as we're sitting here. Thirty-two. Wow. So and it definitely more. had, you know, a few of those issues where it went off base a little bit. It probably That's could have true. been twenty-six issues. True. If we're
1: being honest, but you know,
0: still fantastic.
1: Just being honest. <laughs> um let me see here. What else? Uh Spencer Lock 2 number two. You read this?
0: Yeah, it's weird saying that. Like, why isn't it just Spencer and Locke?
1: Uh, it's Spencer and Locke 2, Seven. number
0: 2. Yeah. So a little weird saying that, but you know, I, I subscribe to this book, you know, and do in part two the interview. Um, you know, I've mentioned many times the love that I have for Calvin and Hobbes. Um, uh, the book is a fun read. Um, it's still as good as that, that first run was. Um, just a fresh story of, of uh, Spencer and Locke doing their thing. Uh, we got a little twist at the end of this one with, uh, his daughter. Is, uh, apparently gonna start getting involved here,
1: uh, after a little Wait, run-in. Which, okay, so my question about that is, and I don't wanna spoil it too much for people on the show, is like, is he dead? Is that what she's doing this? Because he was crushed by some concrete, it looks like. Uh, there's no way he's dead, right? I wouldn't think, it would just be locked at that point. Yeah,
0: no way he's dead. Um, but yeah, I'm intrigued. That's a great, it's a great read. And this one, I breeze right through, it's, you know, it's nothing, it's there's no like in depth story that you got to remember and you know be full, fully a part of. It's uh, you know very well put together. Um, we dig the creators obviously, and uh, you know I'm happy to be subscribed.
1: Me too. I enjoyed it. I really do. I aside from us having talked to David Pepos on the show, I, I this book's well done. I like it. Yeah. And again, the thing that we've mentioned before numerous times, and as was mentioned by the creator himself, the thing that this book does that <clears throat> books like uh, Fables, which I read, uh, which we'll discuss in a little bit. Spoiler alert. Is they are sort of doing a twist on comic strip characters, and not by not word for word, but sort of variations. Obviously, Spencer and Locke is a play on Calvin and Hobbes. We have a character that's kind of similar to Beetle Bailey that's kind of doing his thing now. And it just as bad as that as that could work out. It actually works really well in this in this series, and I I, I do enjoy it. I couldn't agree and, more so anyway and then um i read uh, as we discussed earlier uh, batman last night on earth number one by the snyder brothers (laughs) (laughs) anyway um this this book is really interesting okay so and i don't want to give too much away because what it starts out as is not what it becomes okay so we have the situation where and again batman is a is a is a comic book series and there are so many like alternate universe versions you have to be okay with that that you're when you pick up a book like this it's not going to advance a particular story from another book i'm fine with any comic book being like that me too because the pressure's off but like you and meaning like i don't know what's happening yeah i can make a whole new story and not
0: have to worry about some like decades old canon or some ridiculous thing or what twist it might be going
1: into the future just let me write a cool story so we have some – I'm not sure what I even want to say about this because I, it was such a treat to see it unfold because what I – like I said, when you first start reading it and you get the initial this is what this is, you're like, oh, okay. And that's out the window so fast. And a whole other thing comes through and this book is 60 ish pages. So, and you pointed out the spine very, it's an interesting read for sure. And I think this is one that I would keep going with separate from the fact that I'm really looking forward to the revenge of the white knight. Just, just, oh, yeah. whatever, My God. just can't wait for that's July Ooh, by the way.
0: Yeah. I, uh, uh, I, very much looking forward to that. Um, I purchased last night on earth uh, in print as mentioned and, in uh, digital before I realized that I'd be buying it in print. I'm, I'm so i breezed through the print a little bit and I need to go back and fully read things again. Um I enjoyed, you know, what I what I saw, what I was reading. I don't I didn't read Snyder Capullo's full run on Batman, so again, I don't have the full breadth of what they were working with. i I read some of their stuff, um some of their Joker stuff, some of the Court of Owls stuff. Um I think I'm you know, dare I say going to buy it all in print because it is a cool little little thing. Like on this this is seems like a very cool book that you could have out on a the shelf. Um, They're listing. They're listing. Yeah, it's you know I'm hooked they did a good job putting it together. Um so this will be two Batman books that I'll most likely be reading at this, at, at once once uh Murphy's comes out.
1: Murphy, Snyder. Mm-hmm. Snyder, yeah. Murphy. Anyways, that's good though. So and Oddly enough, guys, not reading the Tom King Batman.
0: Me neither. Which is why it's being cancelled. <laughs> that's right they, they were they were
1: they were down to readers can you imagine uh lower. Say, two they readers they any who'sville weekly news what's happening
0: uh so we've got set there's been a couple stories of set photos teasing the black widow movie so it hasn't been and i really put this not so much for the black widow movie but for the news that uh, i wasn't quite aware of um so they haven't officially announced this thing yet but they're obviously filming it pre-production has started um And I wasn't aware that Marvel Studios is headed back to Comic-Con this year. So the the note at the end of the story was, we should begin to get a better idea of what's actually taking place in the film next month when Marvel Studios finally returns to Comic-Con International to take the stage at Hall H. It's it's expected that Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige would not only confirm Black Widow, The Eternals, and Shang-Chi during Marvel's panel, but also possibly unveil the first look at Black Widow. So that was news to me. So. We could be just a month out um, of actually getting confirmations and release dates for this next phase, which we discussed last week is even more exciting because we have no idea what's coming next.
1: I did hear, by the way, or I read that Keanu Reeves has been approached for an Eternals role well, as well. I saw that too.
0: So that's something. That's, they, they can just pull any name they want at this point, it seems.
1: John Wick, as in
0: her. <laughs> um, another story here. The 10 best Vertigo series of all time ranked. I read this with bated breath. Can you take us through this? Okay, so I like to pull this this kind of stuff because you know we we read a lot of image books, Vertigo stuff. We're we're fans of a lot of things outside of the you know those main superhero stories. And I was just intrigued of how many of these I had gotten to. So number ten, Scalped. Number nine, Saga of the Swamp Thing. Number eight, Hellblazer. Number seven, Transmetropolitan six fables you love this one five the invisibles four 100 bullets i like this one that was good three preacher liked it two why the last man fantastic one sandman always wanted to read that never did yeah right i feel like we maybe the next time there's not number one we challenge ourselves to this
1: an issue or a trade Uh, i'd say the first trade okay put a little put a little on us a little tap in our steps Mm -hmm. okay well that's something
0: well, why the last man preacher? There's been some uh, some great
1: books out of Vertigo. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3's villain has been revealed. So this is like anticlimactic, and I wish we had put the story you just read last because this is a shitty way to go out. <laughs> so you know they they've they've cast Mark Hamill in this, and they're saying that he has been cast as the creator of Rocket Raccoon, and part of his agenda in this book will be to reclaim his creation, thus making him the villain of the film. That's, that's what they're saying. The creator. Okay. That's it.
0: All right. Interesting.
1: So. So when are, when are we getting out of Warlock? That's just, we got teased that movie, <laughs> movies ago. I mean, wait, is that what Zac Efron's playing?
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, that was the one that he was apparently being eyed for. Who knows if it's, it's happening. Um, let's, let's get to Comic Con here. Like, what the hell do we have going on here? We don't even know for sure. Like, I saw a story of Hemsworth saying that he would love to do,
1: Thor well. and,
0: and hope that he's in as Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, they don't even know for sure that he's going to be in the Guardians of the Galaxy, even though they teed it up for him to, to be a part of it. Um, I, I would imagine James Gunn is probably down for that, but who the hell knows at this point? Not me. Certainly not us. But maybe no. next week after uh, Comic-Con, we'll know a little bit more. Not next week, yeah. next
1: month. Yeah, plus I need to know uh, if my Eisner uh, votes. Did you vote for the Eisners? I didn't. What the fudge? Are they still open? I don't know. I I'll voted it. long ago.
0: I'll do it. You should. All right, well. I do have uh, one piece follow up that I forgot, and that is my brother did inform us that you and I did not catch it mixed up the Simpsons reference.
1: Yeah, I did. Of, I I knew that. I knew that. I noticed that after I said it.
0: Brooks messed up one of my favorite Simpsons jokes. Crying emoji. It's a photo of
1: Sean Connery signed by Roger Moore. Sean would never yeah. sign a picture of Roger. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> he, he, he is right. I <laughs> I, I remember because when you do this, like you're in the moment. And you're spouting you, off at the mouth. Yeah, it's true. You're popping off, mm-hmm. and the next thing flapping you know, flapping your gums, flapping your gums. Yeah, uh, and that yes, but I, I did know that I, I I knew I knew almost instantly that I did it wrong. I should have caught it. It's all good because well, what we were in the moment. Mm, well, it's totally fine. <laughs> we will redeem ourselves. You know what's weird? You know what's weird is actually, um, I actually fell into a Wikipedia hole today researching James Bond. That's 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 a fact. And and I just. So the fact that we're discussing this is, is interesting.
0: I've never been into James Bond.
1: Uh, you know, I've never been a gigantic fan, but I've seen a handful of them.
0: I thought that I would get into the book, too, when... Wasn't it Alice Cott that was doing James Bond? Yeah. And I, that didn't happen. Whatever happened to him? <laughs> he like made oh, a reemergence yeah, yeah. and then like left again. He comes and goes. Yeah, what a weird guy. He's like, uh, he's like money. <laughs> comes and goes. All right, I get it. Okay, thank All you. All right, well... Uh, that's it for th- this week. So uh, hit us up at Too Many Comics.com. Uh, tune in next week as we review Thumbs Number
1: One. Sorry, Ryan, about the uh, reference there. Uh, we'll, you're right. I, I got it wrong.
0: We will redeem ourselves next week with a new reference.
1: No, we'll fuck more shit up.
0: <laughs> Probably. All right. I've been reading Too Many Comics.